This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, the official start to summer 2023 is just a week away, and a good chunk of the franchising world will be right here in Atlanta to kick off the season at FCXC, the Franchise Customer Experience Conference. It'll take place June 20th through the 23rd at the Intercontinental Hotel right here in the beautiful Buckhead community of Atlanta. It's all brought to you by the IFA and Franchise Update Media and will be attended by those whose focus is on technology, marketing, and economic trends that are changing customer experience and, moreover, customer expectations like never before. In this post-COVID world, never has choosing the right strategies, tools, and partners been so mission-critical to brand growth. Hope to see you in Atlanta. Today we're going to hear from someone that is no stranger to this podcast as Dr. John Hayes comes around to update us on Season 3 of his wildly popular Franchise Hot Seat, a web series that's giving rising franchisors the opportunity to seek the mentorship, advice, and financial support of established leaders of the franchise community. It's another innovation brought to you by the Titus Center for Franchising at Palm Beach Atlantic University, and Dr. Hayes will tell us all about it just ahead. But first, many thanks again to another franchise veteran, Greg Koffler, for laying out his plans for sustainable growth at Pet Bar Boutique. They were our rising star of franchising last week, a terrific brand and an ever-expanding market segment. And founders Dan and Ashley O'Loughlin were very wise bringing in seasoned professional help like Greg for guidance early on to assure that their emerging brand rolls out and scales properly. A quick time out here, and I'm back in two minutes or less with Dr. John Hayes. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. So, stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up. 
and use the code FRANCHISE, and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv, and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. Dr. John Hayes is the tightest chair for franchise leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. He's listed amongst the most influential people in franchising by both 1851 and C.O. Samba. Dr. Hayes has written several books with franchisors, including David Sandler, founder of Sandler Sales System, and the late great Fred DeLuca, co-founder of Subway. He's also the author of several e-books devoted to franchising, including Taking the Fear Out of Franchising, buy hot franchises without getting burned, and 101 questions to ask before you invest in a franchise. On numerous occasions, John Hayes has served on franchise corporate boards, including the Dwyer Group, now neighborly, and Homevestors. Dr. Hayes has also been a franchisee of several concepts, as well as the franchisor of a major American franchise company, and a consultant for franchisors in the U.S. and abroad. For more than 25 years, he has taught the A to Z's of buying a franchise, the most popular symposium at the International Franchise Expo, sponsored by the IFA. Each year, he speaks and trains at numerous franchise events across the globe, and now he's hosting the third season of Franchise Hot Seat, a web-based TV series that gives rising franchisors the chance to seek the mentorship, advice, or financial support of established leaders within franchising. Dr. John Hayes, welcome back to Franchise Today. Thank you, Stan. It's a great pleasure to be with you again. Always a pleasure talking with you on or off the air, John. Always a lesson learned. Thank you. So today we're going to begin the way I do every week with those who take the hot seat. You're not the only one with a hot seat in franchising, John. Yeah. We're going to start by helping the world understand first what it means to be the tightest chair for franchise leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University's tightest center for franchising, what that position holds. That's an awfully prestigious and long title. So lay that out for us first, and then we're going to take you back in time to when franchising first found you. All right, great. Well, six years ago, through an endowed fund established by Ray Titus and his family at Palm Beach Atlantic University, University in West Palm Beach, we established or they established the Titus Center for Franchising. And then they went recruiting, looking for someone to be the Titus chair who would essentially build the program, create the syllabi for the courses that are required to earn a concentration in franchising and to uh, build the center bring in advisory board members, attract students, attract franchise professionals to what we're doing. And I ended my sixth year. We've had more than 100 students come through our program. In May, we graduated, I think, the 51st student with a concentration in franchising, which is 12 credit hours, 12 academic credit hours. And these students are ready to enter the world of franchising. Seven of them, uh, one of them is a student, but six graduates and one student have each become franchisees. One is a franchisee of two brands, so eight brands by these seven students and graduates of mine. I currently have 60 in the program who are studying now, earning their concentration, which they earn that as part of their baccalaureate degree, which is usually in management or marketing, finance, accounting, or international business. But there are other majors 
others as well who earn the concentration in franchising. And this has given me a great opportunity to bring franchise uh, education to the forefront at a um, small Christian university in West Palm Beach, 50-some years old. It's part of the Rinker School of Business. And uh, it's been a great honor because, you know, I'm in the twilight years of my career, having been in franchising 45 or so years. And this is where I want to wrap up my legacy or create it. And it's been a great honor and knowing people like you and so many others through the years has really prepared me for what I'm doing. And I don't think I could have a better spot. What a great story. And talk about how unique it is to have a concentration in franchising. Just exactly how many other colleges or universities around the world offer that concentration? No one offers a concentration in franchising. But since we were launched, and and actually prior to us, the University of Louisville had an MBA certificate in franchising. And there were other universities teaching a course in franchising, University of Maryland, for example, and some in Atlanta, one or two in Atlanta. But no one had an academic concentration in franchising, which actually goes on your transcript. It's not a course, it's a concentration. There are majors, minors, and then there's a concentration. So we are unique, the only one, and I believe we're the only one that teaches exclusively in the classroom for the undergraduate courses. But now there are, I think, five or six universities that Titus sort of inspired it and Yum Brands at Louisville helped as well by giving money to a university that would then open a center for teaching franchising. Historically, business schools laughed at franchising and many still do. They don't think it's real business. You're not an entrepreneur, as though entrepreneurs are the only people who can be in business. So they shunned franchise education to the detriment of franchising, because where are we going to get the talent that franchising needs, not only in North America, but throughout the world? And so centers like this are very important for franchising, for the future of franchising. And it's amazing. Nobody comes to college to study franchising, because except for a handful of places, you can't. And I think there's one major out there, but I think, you know, they have a very small number of students. So students come to PBA in West Palm and they're going to study business, but they don't know what exactly. In the intro to business course, I show up, I tell them some great stories about franchising, and that's how I recruit the 100 plus students that have been through our program so far at the undergraduate level. They had no idea franchising existed. They had heard about it, but didn't know what it meant. And uh, I put that in a framework for them. And the passion begins to build to the point that of those who are franchisees now, four of them bought their franchise before they graduated from the program. So they're on fire about franchising. How inspiring. Thank you. And to know that some universities may shun franchising, they've got company, right? They've got states, they've got legislators, they've got lawmakers, they've got a lot of people that just don't quite get it and don't understand what it is that franchising represents. I applaud the work that you're doing in helping to change that paradigm. So Ray Titus, Titus is one of the names that I throw around every week on this podcast when I suggest to my guests that franchising without your help is an unintentional way of doing business. People Mm -hmm. don't go to school 
school with the intention of becoming involved in franchising. So unless your last name is Titus or last name is Dwyer, or you come from a dynastic family of people who are second and third generation in the franchise world, you don't bump into franchising. It bumps into you. Mm. You've got a story to share and you've experienced (laughs) that as well as others. Tell us your story, John. Where were you? What were you doing and when was it? Well, I was uh, in my 20s, late 20s, Temple University in Philadelphia, head of the magazine writing program, working on my PhD. And my great goal was to be a writer. Magazines, books, newspapers, and to teach students how to get published. And I was doing that at Temple, but making no money. College professors don't make any money. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. You've got to find other ways to sustain yourself. And I did that through freelance writing. And I made myself available, made it known that if you own a business and you want to promote it, the media will pay attention to you if you have a book. So I was going to teach a course, which I did not teach because nobody signed up for it, called How to Write a Book to Promote Your Business. Well, when the course didn't carry in professional education, the education folks called me and said, well, nobody signed up, so you won't be making $65 next Saturday teaching the course. But three people wanted to come, and they're each business owners, and they want you to call them. We've got their name and their number. And I I didn't find that encouraging at all. I I was not a salesperson. I didn't want to call somebody up and explain to them what this was all about. But I did. Anyway, by the grace of God, I did call all three of them. I wrote a book with each of the three. And the last one said that he was a franchisor. Well, I grabbed the dictionary because I had no idea what a franchisor was, and there was no internet. So I grabbed the dictionary and the word franchisor was not in the dictionary or I didn't know how to spell it. So finally, he told me he was in cooperative direct mail advertising. That's what he was franchising. And again, I mean, I was dumbfounded. What is that? Well, it's couponing. We sell businesses a coupon package. We print the coupons. We put 20 of them into an envelope and we send them out to 20, 30,000 households in the franchisees market. And you do that several times a year and you've got a six-figure income from that. So I initially said to John Kinch, who was the gentleman who Trimark was his company. I think it was acquired by Money Mailer. I said, I don't think I could write about that. I could write an article, but I can't write a book. And then finally, I don't know, God smacked me on the side of the head and said, the book isn't about cooperative direct mail advertising. The book is about franchising. No one had written a book about franchising at the time. So I wrote Franchising, the Inside Story, and that book came out in 1981 or so. And I got paid $10,000 to write it. And my deal was, I'll write your book for $10,000. And then, you know, you're on your own after that. I, I go on to the next book. And this was the third book that I had done like that. But this franchising book, just never went away. I would do radio interviews and I would get the opportunity to promote the book. And all in one morning, I'd, it would be LA and then we'd go to, uh, to Las Vegas and then we'd go to Chicago and then we'd go to Philadelphia. And I did this day after day after day. And people would call and say, hey, I heard you on the radio and I really would like to hire you to do any number of things. And before I knew it, 
the time I earned my PhD and the university wanted to promote me, I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to resign because I've got so much business in franchising that I knew nothing about. And that's how my career got launched. That's how I discovered franchising. I went on to become a franchisee and I went on to become the franchisor of We Buy Ugly Houses. So I've sort of done it all in franchising in my career. Ugh. Yeah, ugh, exactly. <laughs> big in Atlanta, big in Florida, Texas, well, all over the country. As CEO during the Great Recession, I needed a buyer to come and rescue us. And that was the late Fred DeLuca. And I wrote his book, Start Small, Finish Big. And uh, so we had been friends for many years. And of course, he had more money than God, and he needed to find places to put it. And he bought Homevestors. Uh, you were a co-president at Homevestors at some point in your career. And at the time that you were serving in that role, your co-president was one of my early mentors in franchising, a guy named Ken Chanel. Yeah. Well, Ken became co-president after me. I was president CEO, chairman of the board until 2009. And uh, then after that, Ken and another fellow became co-presidents. That was a, that was a DeLuca move. Took two people to replace me. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I always quip that those of us that have been around as long as you and me in franchising, we've tended to change shirts, but we collect people along the way. Yeah. Yeah. You had a guy on your team at Home Investors that I think is probably still there, a guy named Kevin Culkin, who I've yeah. known forever here yeah. in Atlanta. Great guy. Yeah. So guy. small world just gets smaller yeah. every day, and we find all of these touch points. I'll tell you what, John, you were so eloquent in your intro, you took us right up to a break. So why don't we right. pull that break right here and come back on the other side, and let's get a little more going in terms of conversation regarding what it is you're doing now and about the franchise hot seat, which is a part of what you're doing that's pretty darn exciting. So quick break as we talk with Dr. John Hayes, the Titus Chair for Franchise Leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University's Titus Center for Franchising. And we're going to be right back after this. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zor Forum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zor Forum. Learn more at zorforum.com. That's www.zorforum.com. 
And my conversation today continues with John Hayes, the professor. John Hayes, he is the Titus Chair for Franchise Leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University's Titus Center for Franchising. John, you have been really creative in your role at Palm Beach Atlantic in that I've watched you do things because you don't make the gazillions of dollars that franchisors might, but I've watched you get outside the box and do boot camps that you've been able to bring sponsorship money in for and just about any number of creative ways to further promote the idea of support for the franchise business model and teaching the next generation how to get involved in it. When I heard about this franchise hot seat, I thought that was extremely creative. And I've been watching on YouTube several of the prior seasons, and you make a pretty good host there, John. TV could be in your future. And as I said, this world gets smaller and smaller. The very first yeah. video that I watched was my partner, Dave Pascan, who's my partner in Zorforum, as he presented with his partner, Terry Braun, Kiddo Kinetics. And yeah. so tell us about this creative idea to come off looking a little bit like maybe a shark tank. Where did all this yeah. come from? Well, when the pandemic hit and people pretty much shut down and stayed home and got on to Zoom, one day I was talking to Ray Titus about things that I thought maybe we could do. And one of his ideas was Shark Tank. And he said, we won't be Shark Tank and we don't have the money to be Shark Tank, but could the Titus Center create something similar to that for franchising specifically and do it on Zoom because couldn't go into a studio and we did not have the money, tens of thousands of dollars to bring off a TV program like that. So I got together with some of our marketing friends and uh, we kicked this around. We came up with Franchise Hot Seat and we decided to do it all by Zoom. And that's what we did for the first two seasons. And we contacted usually emerging franchise companies like Kiddo Kinetics and College 101 was another one. And Woofies comes to mind as well as another one. And we got them to be on our hot seat. And I put together a dream team panel of people like Ray Titus and Jeff Sieber and other leaders in franchising who could hear the story of the franchisor and then give feedback. Again, this is all over Zoom. Uh, nobody was in a studio together. Everybody was independently on their own Zoom. And, and so we did that. What it lacked from the beginning was that dynamic quality that occurs when you put four people uh, or five people in the same room. The interchange of information and the squabbling between people or the having fun, just it wasn't possible on Zoom. But nonetheless, we did two seasons. We had a few sponsors, never enough money to really get it off the ground. And so we came up on season three and we changed it, still franchise hot seat, but we invited executive producers who paid $25,000 for a chair in the franchise hot seat stage. And Ray Titus, of course, one of those. Patrick McGee, who is a member of the Titus Center Franchise Advisory Board. He's uh, MPK Equity out of Dallas, and so looking for private equity opportunities. John Clancy, another advisory board member, he owns 50 Planet Fitness locations, something like 40 Smoothie King franchises, and Buff City Soap, I think 30 of those. So major franchisee to provide his input. Uh, and then uh, Kristen Shometsi, who's from Pillars of Franchising, also a franchisee in one of the maid services. And uh, we, we had them as executive producers. And then we had a couple of guests 
at various times who sat in the executive producer's seat as well. Wendy Dunn, who's a major budget blinds franchisee in South Florida. Robin Gagnon from We Sell Restaurants and Sherry Sieber from FranFun. So we had a great time. We finally went into the studio. We recorded these live episodes of 30 to 40 minutes. And we did eight of them for season three. And we're in the midst of a fairly aggressive marketing campaign to drive people to YouTube to see these episodes of which we have posted the very first one this week. Kiddo Kinetics is the first episode and Dave is prominent and Terry, you know, they tell their story. And then the dream team gives them feedback about what they're doing. And it's a great opportunity for people to go and learn not only about a brand, but also to get some of the behind the scenes story and information about well, why do you do that? And how do you do that? And how has this worked? And then they get advice from Ray and John, Patrick, and Kristen, and, and whoever our guests might be as well for that episode. It's a great way to learn about franchising. Or if you're a prospective franchisor, these are great lessons in themselves. College 101 and Woofies both appeared in season one, and they've since been acquired, not because they were on the franchise hot seat, but because of, although both of them have said to us that you certainly helped with positioning us and promoting us. And so that's what we're doing with Franchise Hot Seat. How did Patty Luce turn out? That was an eloquent speaker. That guy had more passion. You could feel his passion. Which one was that? Patty Luce Donuts. Oh, yeah. Yes. In fact, I'm, I'm going to connect with him again. He had lots of passion. He's up in the Orlando area. And I'm going to do a series on LinkedIn Live here soon where I'm going to take some of the season one people and bring the story up to date. Where are you now? Here's where you were when we recorded the show a couple of years ago. Here's the advice you got from the Dream Team. Have you used that? What are you doing now that's different? And yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking to him again. That'll be fun to watch. I'm yeah. glad to hear you doing that because yeah. it is a cliffhanger that I watched something that was recorded two years ago. And now I'm yeah. wondering, this guy's got to be yeah. on top of his game by now, right? Yeah. What's so that? how many episodes are we going to be completing on this season three run? Season three has eight episodes. And Kiddo Kinetics is first up, and they're already on YouTube and already getting views on their not only their full video, but we have a series of shorts that are being used to promote the full video. And they're on all the social media, and those are getting some nice views as well. And yeah, that, that's the first one. And every Monday, we will post the next episode. So in addition to being entertained by and educated by dialing into YouTube and watching these, what can those in this audience of franchising professionals do to get more involved in this program, if anything at all? Yeah, well, we are always looking for more people. I, I have, it's approaching 90 franchise professionals on my advisory board. And I had for a long time said, well, when I get to 100, that's enough. But the room will seat 200. So I guess we could continue going. I used to aggressively recruit people for the advisory board. I still recruit, but I don't do it aggressively because they're coming to me. Largely, most of them just come to me. The word has gotten out there and people suggest, hey, you really ought to get involved in the Titus Center. We do some great networking opportunities for our advisory board and they, many of them love the fact, well, gee, I'm going to go and I'm going to sit down and talk to John Clancy, who's a multi-concept, multi-unit franchisee with tons of experience, or Ray Titus or any number of others. 
Steve White from PureClean, and people love absorbing all that wisdom from these people. So not just new emerging franchise companies are involved, but midstream and, and well-established companies are on our advisory board. All of them posted at TitusCenter.com. And then there we'll, we'll do the Selling Franchise Summit. I think it's the fifth one coming up in January of 2024. That's a two-day for franchise professionals who want to sell more franchises. And that has always been, uh, this last one we did, we had great speakers and it seems like we really were headed toward 200 people attending that event. And of course, the sponsorships of that help support the Titus Center. People often say, well, you've got enough money. Titus gave money. Well, Titus gave money for the naming rights. Titus didn't give money to operate the Franchise Center, I've got to go generate that money to operate the Franchise Center. And the advisory board helps, and sponsorships help, and some other good things that we have on the horizon that will help us continue to generate funds. So for the sake of the audience who may want to get involved either as advisory board members or participants in these summits, where do we send them to learn more? Well, a good place to start is TitusCenter.com. Everything is up there on the website. Everything we're doing currently is promoted up there. And very frequently, you know, people go there and they say, well, I really want to know about online education because that's a big thing now. And we're getting ready to, to begin our online education program. There's a lot of people, you know, they can't get to Florida. They don't want to earn a baccalaureate degree uh, or an MBA. They, they don't want to study. They've, they're, they're 40. They've already got a degree. They, but they want to learn more about franchising, usually to transition into it. So at TitusCenter.com, that's where people find out about us and contact me. And I'm all over LinkedIn and, and other social media, so it's easy to connect with me. John, if I should have asked a question that I didn't get to, what would it be? Uh, why franchising for these young people? I mean, they're college kids. What good is this doing them? They don't have any money. Well, uh, not true. Seven of my graduates uh, have our franchisees. One became a franchisor with Ray Titus for a, a brand called Prevere, which was developed at United Franchise Group. And 15 of them are employees at franchise companies. Well, there's one or two who are working with a uh, supplier in marketing. The rest are working at places like United Franchise Group, Midas, some emerging franchise concepts as well, where they're employed. So these young people, they're passionate about business and the Gen Z population, they want to change something. Their church, their community, their state, the world. If what they do as a career doesn't give them the opportunity to create change for the good, they're not interested. So employers, franchised or not, who want to hire the future generation, these 20-year-olds who are going to be the main part of our population in a matter of years. This is the workforce. You're not going to attract them unless your business changes something for the good. They're not interested. They're not like the baby boomers who knew, well, I got to go get a job, get a career. I got to be dedicated to that nine to five, five days a week, six days a week. Nope. That's started with the millennials and the Gen Xs, but the Gen Zs, they, lifestyle is most important. Family is very important. Personal development, very important. Yeah, they need to have a job or they need to have a business. And 97% want to become franchisees in my classes. So they're going to look for the brand that gives them an opportunity 
to do something good for their community or their world. And that's why franchising is so important today. This has just been a fantastic half hour, John. We've blown through this in a hurry. Yeah. And my audience is going to thank you. You kept my mouth shut today. The bulk of that time is all you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it, Stan. You've been a great friend through the years and great supporter of ours at Titus Center. And I appreciate the good things you do for us. I appreciate you as well. You've been hearing today from Dr. John Hayes, the Titus Chair for Franchise Leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University's Titus Center for Franchising. John, thanks again for being here. Thank you, Stan. Well, there it is. Another fine conversation headed into the archives. And until next week, when we return to do it all again, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.